0: What's up, Paul, you dumb bitch? You dumb... You got a baby. You got a baby, you dumb bitch. You're like, I'm watching football. Look at me, I'm Paul. I'm watching football, but I got a baby. I got a wife and a baby. And I'm a dumb bitch. That's true, Paul. You are a dumb bitch. You're a dumb bitch. You live in Jacksonville. You own a vodka company. You're dumb as shit. You're like... You're like if Elon Musk's dad sucked, which your dad did suck, by the way. So you're kind of similar to Elon Musk in that way, except that you weren't born with a bunch of money. You just suck. So anyways, here's the podcast for you and you alone here at parttimefunnyman.com. My name is Corey Ryan Forster. I am uh, apparently a uh, media mogul. I'm the only person doing a podcast for one person, and it's you, Paul. So here it is: Pigskin Picnic for Paul. Here you go. What are the chances, just They—they're just Team Giselle, like Mike Evans, Team Giselle. Yeah, Chris I, Godwin. Team I Giselle. bet they are. Hey, they Paul. don't drop shit. Hey Paul, welcome to the first ever Pigskin Picnic Breakfast Edition. We're watching the Seattle uh, Bucks game. I have—wait, did I send you all the bets last night? Oh yeah. So what do I have in this one? I bet you got the uh, Seahawks money line. Did I out? Yeah, yeah, I did because Gino's my guy. He's yeah. always been my Gino's guy. Gino's always—he's always been my guy. So Seahawks money line in this, and I think later I got the Jags. You took the I, over. I took the, you took over. the over in the Jags game. Yeah, because they're playing Chicago, right? Yeah, and it's gonna be a shootout. Yeah, Roquan's gone. Chicago doesn't have anybody to tackle. Anymore. Shootout. Yeah, and Justin Fields is on fire. And you got the uh, the Vikings money line, money line against Buffalo money line. So Josh Allen's probably not gonna play. Yep. So again, box. Well, and taking Georgia, taking. Uh, Uh, the over on the Georgia That's the best way to bet Georgia, by the way. Over, just the over. Well, me and Chris were talking about it last night, and I was like, ooh, the over on Georgia. And he was like, I thought you don't bet on Georgia. And I was like, no, 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 I I don't. But this is just betting that there's going to be a lot of points scored. Well, I'm not betting on them to win or lose. Right. Because the football gods can't punish you for that. exactly. Exactly. I mean, they still can make it a low-scoring game, but your team's not going to lose. Right? Like, you know, you you always feel like if you bet your team with your heart, the football gods are like, "Nope, fuck you." Nope, nope. nope." I don't care that the Titans should have won by fifty; they're going to get fucked today. And it was you bet. And it was an um, sometimes you have to do an emotional hedge. And what it was was that every time Mississippi State scored, I wasn't mad about it. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. I used to try the emotional hedge of like I would bet just a little bit. Uh, like against Georgia, so that like if they won, I'd be happy we won. But if they, if they lost, lost, you got money. Get, but it didn't work. Yeah, like, I was just because we keep winning. Well, I'm just, this was years ago, but it just it didn't emotionally work out. because I, like, it was it felt like blood money. Yeah, right. Like if I right. did win, it felt like blood money. And then if I if Georgia won, it was like, well, why did I just have to lose twenty bucks to fucking make this game fun? Yeah, every week that the Titans have a tough opponent, I sincerely consider it because I'm like, do they Look, play today? Uh, No, they played Kansas City uh, Thursday. No, Sunday night. They had the Sunday. Wait, what day is today? Sunday. Holy shit, it's been a week since they played. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. But, like, I almost bet, I almost took Kansas City in that game because I was like, look, that's probably going to happen. And so that way when the Titans lose, at least I'll win money. But Kansas City actually didn't cover. The heart wants what the heart wants. Dude, yeah, that's true. I know you're a Geno guy, but I am a Kenneth Walker III guy. I don't I mind him. I love watching this dude. He runs hard as anybody in the He's like a – Chubb was a bowling ball. Yeah. Like, he runs a lot like Chubb. He does a lot of athletic shit, even though he's real thick. But, like, he runs so fucking hard. This is actually the first time in my entire life I've bet against Tom Brady. How's it feel? Uh, Like a lock. <laughs> Feels well, like a lot. Well, all his buddies are dropping the ball on purpose. Yeah, so I'll right. Say you're, you're good yeah, to they it. love Giselle. <clears throat> just, G- I think I just believe in Gino. I believe in Gino so much, and I, w- I, I, I was gonna take the over, but then I thought, no, you don't want to take the over on a game where everybody has uh, jet lag. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like I saw the uh, the Seahawks had um, two practices in one day because they had like they practice. Then they had a ten-hour flight, right? And they got there, and the, you know, and it was daytime. The huge, the huge time change, yeah, right. They, so they had to practice again. And yeah. Pete Carroll's like, "This is like a nightmare scenario. We're trying to make the best of it." But yeah, like, you, it, I saw videos of them practicing. They did not look like you know they they were real excited that right. first day of there because it was probably a good idea though because then they were able to probably go to sleep at the normal time and get on schedule. Yeah, like yeah, when we they went, did, but they just they went that day without sleep. You know, right. they slept maybe yeah. on the plane, but yeah. No, it, it throws you off. No, it's oh yeah, it's rough. I mean, when we went to uh, when we went to England, our our travel guide specifically set up like we landed at ten o'clock in the morning, England time, but we had like to us it was like I, like twelve o'clock at night. So we were like, the best course of action is if we can somehow stick it out and stay up all day. So the first activity that they had us do was land and immediately go get on a speedboat to like get our adrenaline going, get the blood pumping. And it gave us our second win, and then we just stayed up all day and we both went to bed at nine o'clock at night and then we woke up the next day. Eight hours later, and we were on their time. You are back on schedule. Ba- yeah, back on schedule. That's like, what, I, I do get cracked up when people are like, I just wish I could get up this. And it's like, well, just, just go to it. bed at a different time. or Take a fucking longer, sleeping pill. Stay, either either stay up longer so you don't sleep, and then right. you'll just change the time, or go to bed early. Right. Long, I get, if you had sleeping problems, all that. But I, I like, get it. But the thing is, is that as long as you, I mean, in my opinion, once you get somewhere and you get eight hours of sleep, if you can get those eight hours of sleep, then you're on their time. Like, I like Trey always, is. anytime we're in a different part of the country, he's like, Well, to me, it's two. know oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's like, Well, you know, to me, it's two o'clock right now. And I'm like, We've been here for two days. No, it's not. It, we're on their time. Like, just, they, they make Advil PM. So if you can't, if you're not tired at seven, but th- just fucking take the p- Advil PM, go to bed, wake up eight hours later, you're on their time. Yeah. You can trick your uh, like the circadian rhythms that yeah. control like when your body wants to sleep right. and wants to wake up and wants to eat like you can kind of trick them into like just by staying up or going to bed now it'll take you a few days or a few weeks to like fully get used to it mm-hmm. you know like with Trey it might take him a little longer than you to, to get used to being there but I would just do what you did. i just, just stay, sleep up, or, stay, stay up, up and then get back on schedule. And then I'm just good for as long as I'm there. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I can about, stay up all night if I need to. At about four or five, it started getting pretty hard. But, like, you know, we had a couple beers. We walked around. It was okay. Hey, can I read you a couple Lou Holtz quotes? I was hoping you would. Yeah. I saw them over there, but I can't read them from this far. All right, let's go down the list of the 15 funniest Lou Holtz quotes. Uh, number 15, I can't believe that God put us on this earth to be ordinary. <laughs> Number 14, if what you did yesterday seems big, you haven't done anything today. <laughs> uh, I just woke up, Lou. Yeah, come on. Like, like, what if yesterday you won the Super Bowl? And then today, what and you And today you, do? you haven't done shit. Uh, number four, uh, number 13, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. Uh, that's, I'm okay with that. I can get behind that, but I want to hear him say it, right. though, I think is the funny one. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond yes, to it. Yes, it. it's a lot funnier when you yeah, say it like right. him. I think that's what the point of this list is. Like okay. the, you have to hear him I say it. I think you have to read the rest as Lou Holtz. Right, number 12. No one has ever drowned in sweat. <laughs> number 11. Number 11. On this team, we're all united in a common goal, to keep my job. <laughs> he said that? Yeah, he said that. <laughs> uh. When all is said and done, more is said than done. <laughs> is that Yogi Bear? He's very much a Yogi Bear type. But Yogi Bear was intentionally... Trying to be fun. Yeah, like, he Yogi was. Yogi Berra was brilliant. He was brilliant. Lou yeah. Holtz is just an idiot. Yeah, that's... People don't understand that about Yogi Bear is like, he wasn't dumb. He, like... He knew exactly what he was saying. He was hilarious. Lou Holtz is probably the most punch-drunk person that's Ever. never been punched. Yeah. Or uh, thrown a punch. Uh... Don't tell your problems to people. 80% don't care, and the other 20% are glad you have them. That's pretty good. But where does he get his numbers, I don't know. Though? 80%, just, 20%? He just likes to say percent. He does. percent It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way that you carry it. <laughs> I was hoping he had a quote about loads. You'll never get ahead of anyone as long as you try to get even with them. The man, oh, that's literal? Yeah. The man who complains about the way the ball bounces is likely the one who dropped it. <laughs> motivation is simple. You eliminate those who are not motivated. That's how motivation works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how, how can I get more motivated? Simple. Eliminate anybody who isn't. I don't know who he's talking to here, but I bet you went on one date and wanted to get married. <laughs> what? That's another Lou Ho- How's the context of that I football? have no, no idea. I asked you. Hey, to, they caught one. I asked you to pack your headgear and shoulder pads, but more importantly, your defense and your kicking game because that's what wins games like this, not oh shoulder pads. <laughs> oh, my God. He had shoulder surgery on his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that one. <laughs> they say a tie is like kissing your sister. I guess that's better than kissing your brother. <laughs> uh, well, it could be. Lou Holtz, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. Ooh. I think I'd probably kiss yeah. my brother as much as I kiss one of my sisters. It probably wouldn't matter. I think I'd rather kiss my brother. The reason is, is you don't have one. I, well, yeah, but like if you kiss your brother. Nobody's gonna think you're gay for your brother. They're gonna be like, "Oh, that was just cute. They, he loves his brother." But if you kiss your sister, they're gonna yeah. be like, "He wants to oh, fuck his, wants sister. his sister." Like my brother, Chase, yeah. you know, yeah, That's you. The, been the joke his whole life. That he's in love with our sister, Jessica. Yeah. Now, if he had just kissed Chris, no problem. Yeah. Did you hear Leonard Fournette almost missed this game because of his passport expired? Really? Yeah. So literally, <laughs> how do you let that happen? That's what I'm saying. You're in the NFL. You have a whole team of people that just stop let somebody and not do let it happen. But uh, he, they, apparently, he got like the government papers all delivered three hours before the team flight left for Germany, and they were not sure if he was going to be on the flight or not. Like the whole week, they planned on having him in the game plan, and then, and then like the Thursday before the game, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, "I don't have a passport. Yeah, I can't go. I just found out Germany ain't in America." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, it blows my mind when like. It's just proof that no matter how much money you have, men are still just fucking stupid. Because, like, you see all these rich dudes getting DUIs, too. And I'm like, dude, me, me who doesn't have millions of dollars, if I could afford just to have my own personal driver, I would never drive again in my life. You say that, but I feel like a lot of them, the ego is so good. Yeah, that like, they want to it, yeah. Well, A, yeah, they think that they're above it. But B, they want to be the guy that gets pulled over and is like, do you know I'm, who I am I'm a I'm a baseball person of the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, little, right. That was uh, a Russa. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I, Johnny base, Damon, Johnny Damon did person. it too. They all do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Marcelo Ozuna did it last year the Braves. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I'm a, I'm a Brett Marcel from the Braves." And they're like, "Okay, you blew a 1.18. One like yeah. that doesn't matter. Congratulations. Can I get your audio? 3 get you in the hall. <laughs> Look at your autograph here on this signature, uh, whatever you call the fucking ticket when you get a DUI. I heard what's that called? When you have to sign the thing when you get a DUI? Affidavit. Affidavit. Is it? I don't. Affidavit. Affidavit. Yeah. I like making it a person though. Affidavit. Apparently Vince McMahon, uh, to hear his like right hand man tell it, who they all have podcasts. He get he has gotten out of like hundreds of tickets just because naturally tops are all wrestling fans. <laughs> <laughs> like they just are like Mr. McMahon, do whatever you want. It's fine. I love the big boss man. Uh, I bet if they re- if they do a Waterboy two, Captain uh, Insano, the Big DR, Show, he gets yeah. a DR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the big show. 52-yard field goal attempt, Paul, by the Bucks. It is up and it is ugly, wide. Ugly, ugly, ugly little kick. Wide right. Looks like excuse a squid me, wide kick left. It did, yeah. Oh, it's a high snap. Clean hold though. Man, that the little... air is different in Germany. Yeah, it's that uh, it's that bad air that Herschel yeah. was talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, the uh, you know the Seahawks have this thing where uh, notoriously like teams from out west like when they have to travel east you know the time change and yeah. all that like when they come to the east coast teams like say if the Seahawks are coming to play the Patriots or somebody on the east coast usually those teams struggle but like the Pete Carroll teams are notorious for like they're good they come to the right. east coast and they just rip shit up do like, they get there or does he make them get there earlier and stuff I don't know what his like what the difference is but it's almost like the NFL thought was responding to his like, okay, you, you're good at taking your team from the west yeah. and coming east go okay. to Germany. Cool, cool. You're going to win traveling east? Yeah, cool. Uh, how far east do you think that will go? Yeah. What about Germany? Yeah. So that they've gone as far east. I guess they could have gone west. I'm not sure which way you, you fly to Germany. East, uh, Left, I think. Left. You go right to Germany, I think. From it, Atlanta, it's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> take a right <laughs> Go right. Out. Yeah. You leave Atlanta airport. Take a go right, right, over the water. Yeah, and you're in Germany. Uh, Pete Carroll very much looks like if you saw him walking around Germany, you would think he was a German dude. Oh, I he, Yeah, I just imagine yeah. he, he just had a big, tall something. Yeah. He, looks, he, looks, he kind of looks like Christopher Walsh. I was, you know? dude, I swear to God, I was trying to think of a dude like, from Django. He yeah, looks like he Christopher like Walsh. I can yeah. just imagine him with the big uh, wearing a, a, a the Stein. Lead, wearing the leader hose. Leader hose, yeah. The big Stein. and it? Thrusel- <laughs> Oktoberfest is not over yet. Yeah, he looks like it's never over. It's not over there. Truck month is. Truck month. Uh, Toyota-thon. <laughs> yeah. Toyotathon, Toyotathon. <laughs> uh, I love how Oktoberfest, you go straight from Oktoberfest into Toyota-thon. Yeah. It's like, when am I supposed to recover my liver? Like, that, that's the reason that I say happy holidays is because some people might celebrate Toyota-thon. <laughs> You can't just say Christmas. Uh-huh. Without, uh, what about just, truck month? Uh, <laughs> we've still got our truck month decorations <laughs> out. It's toyota you, <laughs> you can't put your truck month decorations up until well, after Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, we've got those uh, kind of white trash neighbors that keep their Toyota-thon decorations up all, all year. year long. <laughs> all year. I'm not editing this at all, Paul. This is just how you're going to hear it. It's just going to be this toyota. for the whole time. There's just a lulls in the. Uh, it's just going to suck. Do you know anybody who's actually ever taken advantage of uh Toyota-thon? Taken advantage of like, it? Like, actually bought a Toyota during the Toyota-thon. No, I do not know anybody that's done that. Oh, little pop pass. Sorry, I'm having to text my family group about this season of The Crown. <laughs> my mom's boycotting it. The Crown? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in. I'm joining yeah. the boycott. The, the, uh, because the, apparently the Monarch had a problem with this season, which makes me go, it's the best season ever. Yeah. Like, whatever's <laughs> pissing them off, they're telling the truth. Yeah, well, that's why the NFL hated playmakers. Exactly. ESPN made playmakers. It was like, it was too, too real. real. They had players doing drugs and strippers and all this. Like, no, yeah. not too real. And then they had a gay tied end, and they're like, no! No, can't do we do can't let them know. No, lineman are We're not right. ready. That <laughs> lineman. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Geno Cook, son. Boy, did you see DK wearing his soccer jersey before the game? Uh uh-uh. uh He was wearing like the Baron... Baron how do you say it? Bayern Munich. Oh yeah, Bayern. Bayern. Bayern Munich. I've got. Baron, I've got one of their hats actually. The red. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he looked. Uh, not like a soccer player. with Like the rest of the team, like some of the receivers had the jerseys on. Yeah. They all looked like, oh, that could be a soccer player. Yeah. DK Metcalf is like 6'4", 230, yeah. just 2% body fat. Did not look like a soccer player. Yeah, not a lot of big ones. You love all, to see it, though. You love to see it. They're is all, there any big one? Nuh-uh. That's a sport that like, because you know like in baseball, like every now and then you've got a 300-pound pitcher. And NFL, obviously, they're big. That, you know, then in in the. Even, the, basketball, even you've in got basketball, every now and then a chubby yeah, guy. Yeah, right, right. Like you've got a uh, homie that played at Duke, uh, you know, or Shaq. But, like, soccer, the only one that ever could be would be a goalie, because you'd think that would be a feature. Like, they he's big. A, but think about, like, when they do those little penalty kicks and they get to pick one way and just kind of jump out and try yeah. to block it. Like, a big You can't guy. jump. Yeah, right. But you yeah. can cover a lot of the space. Yeah. Like, Warren so, Sapp would have been a great soccer yeah. goalie, he really could have done that. Because he's, Cause got he's the so quick. Feet in the world. Yeah, he's yeah. so quick. Like Kit Napier, great soccer goalie. <laughs> he would have been, dude. Have you yeah. ever seen him run? Yeah, he's, he's a, fast as fuck, dude. I, there's nothing prettier than a gigantic, yeah. like a very round athletic person yeah. moving. It's hilarious. But like, there are, but like, there's big dudes who are obviously as athletic, like as soccer players. It's just that the sport of soccer it p- just playing it you're going to be lean because it's all cardio Yeah, like it's just nothing but running all the time like lebron james is more athletic than most of them but like he's he ain't built for that shit yeah but at, now as a goalie lebron would probably be a pretty good fucking goalie How could rodman, him, rodman rodman would have been the best goalie in the world cuz he could rodman could jump this way thrown his dick the other way and, and block the whole net and his reach like he could just stand in the middle and just <laughs> whap 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 but I think Warren Sapp and Rodman would be the two best yeah. soccer goalies. But our athletes like that don't play soccer in this exactly because they yeah. want to make money and exactly. they want to have sex with girls. Yeah, and so right. they can't play soccer. Yeah, right. But yeah, no soccer. You have to be, be built one way, or like once you start playing, you just will become built that way. Or and, boys, and I should have said sex yeah, right. or girls or boys. And, as you pointed out, they all have the sweaty shoehorn dick. Gino is cooking on 3rd and 24. 3rd and 24, and <laughs> he picks up 20 of it. Go for it. Go for it. You're in Germany. Oh, they're going for it. Yeah. Leave him in the kitchen, baby. you got to trust Gino in this situation. You don't want to kick it. If you punt it, it's probably going to go in the end zone, and you're going to lose that 20 yards. You know, that always happens on these punts. Yeah. You try to pooch punt it, basically, and, and, it, go, and it's, it's going so go to go the 20. It ends up being a 25-yard right. punt. Just go for it. Yeah, like, right. Aw. Oh, God damn it. They would. They wimped out. Dude, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, like, obviously I want the Titans to win the Super Bowl, like, 100%, but they're not. So, like, I'm – I, my secondary team. I want the Seahawks to Gino. win. I want Gino to get it. I want because not only does Gino get it, but it shoves it in Russell Wilson's face, yeah. which is just That's double the good. Best part. Yeah, it's it's. I also want Future to get back with Ciara. Me too. Yeah, like, that His kid back. Yeah, and take Russell's kid. Yeah, and I you know she's got. Cr, I think has a kid with future. Yeah, and I think she's got a new kid, or she's having a kid with Russell. Russell, yeah, I that kid's gonna it be so boring. Just, if she went back to future, That'd or be... she, if she went to Gino. Yeah. Oh, Gino. Yeah, that's the Bloody, future. If Sierra went to Gino, that's the future. Let's see what those bitches cook. <laughs> That punch sucks. Also, I don't know why, but I've always kind of liked Pete Carroll. I can't explain it. Yeah, no, he's a cool dude. He, I liked him at USC. He just got a swagger about him. He looks like Angie Reynolds. <laughs> he seems like uh, I think you hit on the net, you hit the nail on the head earlier. Like he seems like if you're in Germany, yeah, you just see him walking around with a beard, yeah. and just like waving at everybody. Yeah, like, he just seems like a. <clears throat> a gregarious kind of cool dude yeah, yeah he's, he's just, probably not no probably not but I've never heard anything shitty about him and like usually when NFL coaches do shitty stuff you hear about it did you hear him and Russ getting into it in the media about the wristband thing this week Him and Russell Wilson? Yeah, so Pete Carroll's... uh, Oh, yeah, because Russell Russell doesn't want to wear one. Yeah, when Russell was there, he didn't want to wear a wristband. Yeah, right. And that was part of the whole problem. Like, Brady wears a wristband. Russell, he wanted to cook, you know. Russell wanted, to let me cook, I don't want to wear the wristband. And Pete Carroll's like, well, that you know, it was kind of part of how we wanted to flow the Our offense, plays are our complicated. Plays. And that's why, like, Tyler Lockett, for example, who has been known to be real hit or miss when he's playing with Russell all those years, this year, every week, he's got yards and a touchdown usually right. because Gino's consistent. Right. Geno runs the plays, and, like, two or three of the, the players, I think we talked about this last week, the Seahawks players have said, like, the reason the offense looks so good is because Gino's running the plays that are called. Right. And he's, he's Not reading just trying to them right. Now, he's doing it. He's doing it great. Like I mean, right. he's re- making the right reads. He's got a great arm, but he's running the plays that are called. Whereas Russell is just like, "Hey, I'm going to run around I'm gonna here. Get, I'm going to yeah, run here." That makes sense. So, is it safe to say that Russell was probably responsible for the pass and not running Marshawn instead of Pete Carroll? Oh yeah, that makes so much sense. Well, I think Pete Carroll and Russ had this little. Um, that was when a lot of the defensive players didn't like Russ because Pete Carroll kinda of babied him and he was kinda of like his little guy. Right. And whereas Marshawn was kind of the defense's guy. You know, all the Richard Sherman and all those dudes wanted Marshawn to get the ball. Yeah, of course. They want beast mode. And Russell and Pete Carroll were like the little finesse uh, buddies yeah, on right. the right side and they all kinda of hated him. Well, this this season's also proven that, like, well, I mean, you know, everyone's allowed to have a bad season, and we can't act like Russell Wilson hasn't been incredible for most of his career, but, like, I do love finding out. It's the reverse Brady-Belichick. Like, Brady leaves, and all of a sudden, everybody goes, oh, so it wasn't just the system. Yeah, this guy's awesome. This guy's fucking awesome. Like, he's proven that. It's not just the system. And Russell is sort of proving the opposite, where it's like, Pete Carroll's a goddamn good coach because he's making Geno cook, and you're down at the Broncos and can't do shit. It's sad. Not for me. I mean, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's great. But, I mean, it's it's kind of depressing just to see some something like that. It's kind of like Baker Mayfield's story is kind of depressing right now. Like, Yeah, that depresses me. Man, like... P.J. Walker is in there making the offense at least move a little bit, and they don't even have McCaffrey anymore. And P.J. Walker is – they beat the Falcons. Either. Right. Like they're scoring points. Um, like, why can't you do this, Baker? Like right. why You're running the same offense, same place. Why can't Baker do what P.J. Walker's doing? Yeah. It's he, weird. He's got a little of that Johnny football stank on him a little bit. He's yeah. just not Ooh. as big of a slick back piece of shit. A little body slam. Is Johnny Football still playing in that uh, fans make up the plays league? I hope he's playing with T.O. The last time I saw him, T.O.'s back. He threw the uh, that pass to T.O. <laughs> uh, and then T.O.'s like, I'm back. I'm <laughs> coming back to the NFL. 49. Dude, I would love it if the Titans picked up T.O. for a season. So, what is it in the brains of these people that, like, I know, I know of course, Herschel Walker, don't want to talk about him again, but he was like 50, saying, I can come back to the NFL right now. It's like, you couldn't even play anymore when you you could, quit playing. Right. Like, the, you had to retire because you couldn't play on a team. No team wanted you. And now you think eleven years later because you worked out some. Yeah, like you're not. That's not realistic. Like that's, crazy people. Like Hershel Ricky and Williams Tia. couldn't come back and play right now, and he's he was a better NFL running back than you ever were, and he's younger. Yeah, like it, dude. It, I don't know. It's crazy. You know what I was just thinking? I hadn't even thought about this, but like Herschel being all MAGA Republican or whatever, like he was in the USFL. Like he was in Trump's league. That's where they started. He and Trump became like Trump driven him out of Georgia. Yeah, right. Brought him in and basically gave him the keys to the cow. I haven't even considered that part. Oh, dude, that's where their connection started. Yeah. He has been a uh, a Trump buddy, a crony since he went to the USFL. Because he paid him a lot of money. Paid him a ton of money. He made Herschel rich. Wow. Herschel didn't go to the NFL like most people. He went to the yeah, USFL US, yeah. with Trump. And of course it folded. And yeah, right. Of course. But uh, yeah, that's where there, that connection was born. I hadn't even thought about that because I haven't watched Small Potatoes in a long time, which is one of my favorite 30 mm. for 30s. You've seen that one, haven't you? Is that about when the USFL yeah. folded? Yeah, yeah. Small Potatoes. Oh, it's fucking great. Herschel obviously is in it a lot. Is Trump in it with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all about... Yeah. It's all about... Trump and, you know, him starting this league and then fucking it over and failing as a businessman. Shocker. Well, I'm glad I did not bet the over on this game. I know. I, want, I almost texted you to bet the over, and then I thought about it. How stupid no, it was. I, I no, cons- I was like, oh, man, they both could score. But then I was like, dude, they're jet lag. Like, they're going to be running the yeah. ball a lot. And. Uh, I was sitting on my toilet this morning. I was literally about to text you, "Hey, let's just bet the." You want me to bet the over for you while I'm still in Tennessee? And then I saw some of, like yeah. the pregame stretches. I was like, oh, "It uh-huh. looks grim over yeah. there. It just yeah. looks gray and cold." Yeah, this is how you know that I'm about to start being a even worse better because my I'm actually thinking like one now, and that's the worst. That's the worst you can do. You got to go in raw. Now it's in your blood. Mm-hmm. Now it's in my blood. I'm thinking about stuff too much. You'll have that thick bet blood. But as I said. Blood. From, cause I, because I bet 100 on the Georgia over, pretty much all of my bets are covered even if I lose. Like, I'm going to break even. You know, as you know, I always pick one lock, put all the money on the lock. The lock. Yeah. Wait, which, I think your lock today is uh, the Vikings if Josh Allen doesn't play. Oh, I That's agree. That's a lot. And you're going to triple up on that one, right? Uh, I should. What I, was the odds I, on that? Like, they like plus 200 and something, right? Yeah, and I think I bet 50, so that should be a pretty good payout. I'm sure that, dude, Kirk Cousins is going to just break his arm or something. How did he do on the Minion Cats the other night? Did you watch it? I watched a little bit of it, and, like, he wasn't. Now, my expectations of him were so very low that I found him to be just fine. It it was okay. But I just do, like, I really wish that they would get rid of guests. I hate it. So bad. And I know why they do it. I get why they do it. It's a, I mean similar reasons as to why uh, they get a popular Super Bowl halftime, half-time show so right. They, they're they're not, get it's not for us right. yeah. And that's why like when they had uh, who was it was it Phil Simms that was on there that was saying like you know the Manning cast is not it's not really for me yeah. You know, right. Y'all, y'all aren't too funny and it's yeah. always because he you know, actually y'all, likes y'all football. distract. And, well that's what I told you though like, yeah right. That's why I was asking you did you watch it because I was watching the regular broadcast yeah. Like, I lo- as much as I don't like Troy Aikman. Uh, I enjoy a broadcasted game of them talking right. about. You don't the game? like Troy Aikman? He's kind of a prick. Like, yeah, I, I know, but I like it. Oh, uh, I didn't like that when uh, Mahomes passed his touchdown record and or, he didn't like, say anything he about refused it. Refused to mention yeah. it on air. That's entertaining. Like, okay. That's entertaining for me, though. Yeah, him being petty. Yeah, because I mean, Buck's an arrogant prick too. I like him though. I he's mean, a little more self-deprecating. Like, I just feel like Aikman. He's is aware. Not he's aware. aware. Uh, Buck knows he's a schmuck. Yeah, and Joe, dude, Joe Buck has like satirized himself and stuff. Yeah. Like he, he knows he's who funny, he is. Yeah. Aikman thinks he's the coolest dude in the world, even though his brain is more mush than anyone's. I heard Joe Buck telling a real cool story about taking an edible like he was in some other country on yeah. vacation and it was it was just a very relatable, funny, likable story, and I was thinking there's no way Troy Aikman would ever tell this. No, story. No, hell no. He doesn't you're not allowed to laugh about him yeah, or right. at him like He can only laugh at, like, um, you know, somebody makes a joke about how great the military is. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Well, they are. Or if there's a pulling guard, he can laugh about that. Didn't he actually make a pro-Biden comment one time? Aitman? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he did. Hold on, let me look it up. Well, maybe it was just to try to get uh, PR for his brewery. You know, he's got like a healthy brewery where they make like... Like keto beer? It's like healthier beer, I guess. And they have some non-alcoholic beer and some like... I don't know what it is. I don't want to drink healthy beer. Like Michelob Ultra is healthy beer to me. I'd say. Yeah, he got caught on hot mic. Oh, oh the military flyover. Never mind. That's a lot of fuel just to do a flyover. That's a lot of jet fuel just to do a flyover. That stuff ain't happening with the Kamala Biden ticket, I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) That's your hard-earned dollars at work. I mean, that seems like a pretty clear, hey, the Democrats won't waste money on this bullshit. Yeah, but... I don't know that uh, the president has that much control over whether or not the military flies their planes over oh, football. I, oh I agree with yeah. that a hundred percent. But like But it's like they wanted to get that little dig in. But but I can yeah, but I can't interpret that any other way than Aikman being like Republicans spend money on stupid shit. Well that's I mean that's what he said. Him and yep. they they, they yeah, both right. agreed, like yeah. So like <clears throat> But no, you, but it, but also caught on hot mic. If he didn't, if he thought he was being broadcast, oh, he yeah. would never fucking no, say that. He, he polishes his image. He almost has like the rock sense of like making yeah. sure that he's very calculated and how Absolutely. he shows himself. But he doesn't want to engage or self-deprecate. He no. just wants to be Troy Aikman, no, Hall of Famer, football person, the quarterback football of America's person. team when yeah. it was the height of America's team. Like he, in his mind, he is still America's quarterback. Yeah. He's like a Kennedy. He's like, like he's how got Giuliani a very, is thinks he's still America's mayor. His mayor. That, yeah. yeah, Aikman is the yeah. Giuliani except, of except, Aik- except for Aikman hasn't had the quite the decline that Giuliani has. No, but I bet he shaves at airports. <laughs> dude, this iPad was a good idea. We've got all the information. Yeah, dude, it's like you have your own little producer. You got your Tony yeah. Reale over here on the side. Yeah, I can't wait to fact check all our stuff. Paul, uh you don't know this, but we have a producer and it's my iPad on us st- Oh my god. Look- <laughs> Whoa, hey. <laughs> Jerk Wait. mate. I was just clicking through my uh, my tabs and trying to close them, but there was that. There's a naked lady on here, Paul. Sometimes she's blonde. Yeah, she's usually blonde. Yeah. And uh the one that uh, it's fast, it's fun, it's entertaining. Jerk mate there was a uh there was a tiktok going around where it had it was using the jerk mate sound like the commercial sound and the whole point of the tiktok was it said ladies play this in front of your husband and film his reaction and amber did it to me and i was just like huh, what uh what are you what are you looking at yeah <laughs> huh, i i wish we could uh illustrate this naked lady for Paul here but I've just been looking at it trying to think of what to say send him, send him a picture no hang on well I'm trying to think of her her sweet little name cause I know her name she is notorious for getting spit rested by Latin kings yeah she loves it <laughs> her name starts with an A I'm pretty sure but I like her better brunette I Adriana believe. Chechik yeah, yeah yeah Adriana Chechik damn she is hot I knew it started with an A you sure did for those of you who haven't, I haven't, or Paul, I haven't provided enough context. I was scrolling through my iPad and closing out some of my Chrome tabs, and a uh, uh, the website Jerkmate just came up, which, as you know, is a mate for you to jerk to. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. God damn it. All right. That's hey, we right. wanted a touchdown. We, we did. We did. We won a high-scoring game that Gino wins. I take a money line. Hey, so Julio is... Uh Julio's is wide receiver three today. Oh. So they've... Uh, Evans and Godwin, and they're number three guys out, so Julio is the number three receiver. And that, to me, looked more like a number one receiver. I agree. I've been waiting for Julio to do this Julio's thing. had such a wild career. See, yeah, they're so big. He's had such a wild career in that everyone knows he's the goddamn man, but... Well, I really it's just that he gets hurt eight games a season every year. Man, I guess. Wait, wait. Some of those seasons with the Falcons, oh numbers, unbelievable! It seemed like an exaggeration. His like fantasy was numbers video crazy, yet. and nobody could catch him, and he's bigger than everybody. And like right there, that looked like old Julio. He, and then he came to the Tennessee Titans, which was the death nail in his career. He could no longer hit. You can't even Randy Moss couldn't hit with the Titans. I do. Man. Nobody can. Uh, speak- and then Mariota started kind of hitting. As soon as he left, like. Just nobody – dude, if Mettenberger hadn't went to anywhere else, he would be the new fucking Peyton Manning. I'm glad that uh, Aikman is not doing this game right now. Or is he, and we just can't hear it. I can't hear who's yeah, doing it Yeah, do you want me to right turn right it now. up? Hell no. I okay. don't want to know if it's Aikman. But uh, the reason I'm saying that is we're talking about Julio doing that one play right there where he looked like old Julio. Yeah. Every single game when an older player does a thing where it's like, hey, I can still make a play every now and – I'm telling you, Aikman quotes the Toby Keith song every I'm not as time. good as I once was yeah, but he always quotes it wrong. Yeah. And it's always like just like that old Toby Keith song, I can do it once still, but maybe not as much as you know the song. It's I, like I used to do it, but uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Aitman trying to quote the song that's his favorite song <laughs> Every, yeah. is almost as bad as Jason Witten trying to say Juju Smith Schuster. His <laughs> brain is fucking mush. Juju Smith Schuster. Did, did we play that game last time where we see a player and then we try to pronounce it the way that uh, the way that that Jason Witten Jason would, would say? No, that's yeah. a fun game. Yeah. Well, next there's time, no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. Next time some players come up. Where Annie? Is that Annie? That's her right there. Okay. Right on. Yeah, she's over there just. Uh, Man, she's blending in with the, all the snugly. Annie, I'm an alien. Is she breathing? Yeah, she's yeah, breathing. Yeah, she's moving that blanket Do a little. Do you want a drink? Yeah. What you got? I got a, a Diet Dr. Pepper cream soda. Ooh, a DDPCS. A DDPCS. Shit. I know you wish, Paul, that uh, I had cut this part. Because I'm just in the back screaming about fake ad and Normally, a good podcast producer would have cut this, but I'm not a good podcast producer. I'm a person who wants you to hear the real stuff, who wants you to hear the intricacies of two people listening to football and watching football together for your and only your enjoyment, which means that you're going to hear shit that you should not, under any circumstances, hear in a regular podcast. Does that make sense? Okay. Oh, we're still not talking. Oh, that's that's my bad, Paul. I thought that when I saw the little lines there on the uh, on the uh, radio thing that, that we were going to have something to say, but we don't. We don't have anything to say, Paul. But I'm not editing it. I'm just going to keep talking over what me and Robbie are saying until me and Robbie say something. This is just like it used to be when we used to hang out at the butthouse. We thought that we were having a good time. We thought that everybody was having fun. But in truth, it was just a bunch of silence. A bunch of bullshit. A bunch of, uh, uh, idiots. charger and put this thing on? Oh. Oh, never mind. There's Robbie asking about a charger. That's what he Okay. This one that that one plugged up to just unplugged up. Uh, oh, great content! Room. Me, tell me telling Robbie about I a charger. Grab, 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 Energy. Yeah, I just, I just tell Raj to surprise me. And Indians always give you grape. That's true. Too fruity. <laughs> That's not racist, by the way. Indians raj, do raj you a. got a snapple. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Indians do always give you a really good deal at the gas station. That's not racist. Damn, we came out the gate with 30 minutes of me don't have to cut stuff. Uh, No, I didn't think so. And no cussing. None. Oh, I may have cussed. Who still looks like he hit? Yeah, for sure. Like, you know how sometimes as they, like... the dominant guys become less dominant. You almost see it in their face where just, like, they yeah. don't look. You can tell it's not all there, but, like, Julio looks like it's still there. Yeah. Gino! It happened to Ochosenko pretty quick. Ooh, he looks sad when he's on the Patriots. and He couldn't even get on the field because he could not, like, understand and memorize their playbook. Of course like, not. That was the problem. Like, he still physically could do the stuff, but... He could not. Yeah, he didn't. They have, had a very complicated playbook, and like he was, used, you know, he spent his whole career at Cincinnati. The he didn't have a like all. They were like, just go left, go right, do a wheel. It's, they had him in Hushman Zudi, and they're just go, just throw it up to Hushman Zudi. Yeah, look. right. And what was his name? He wasn't in an organization that like knew how to win. Pro- Football games, so they were just like, "Hey, we sell a lot of Ocho Cinco jerseys. Do your thing." And they they really celebrated like that mediocrity of, yeah. you know, we're, we're gonna have three Pro Bowlers every year. Yeah, but like the Patriots during that time were like, I mean, it's cliche, but like genuine league of their own. Like if there was a step up from the NFL, they would have been one of the teams in that. Like they made. They made organizations like the Browns literally look like AAA ball, and because of that, like they they didn't have to play any type of favorites. Like they could sign the biggest name person ever. It didn't and if you didn't go by their exact playbook and the way they wanted, you're just out. Yeah, that's why it was why when Randy Moss went to the Patriots, it was so weird not having Randy Moss be the standout player. On a team because Brady spreads it out so much. Like when when Randy Moss was at the Vikings, I mean, it was him and Chris Carter, and those were the two guys. But like at the Patriots, Tom Brady is just as likely to dump it off to some flex that you've literally never heard of that was just two feet nine and went to Stanford or some shit. No, well, he's always been the dink and dunk guy, you know. And basically, Moss just gave him that the thing he's never had, which is. A guy who can just take off, yeah, right, and Throw who can just up. beat anybody, mm-hmm. like anybody in the world, man-to-man coverage. Brady never had that because he he always had little Welkers and shit like yeah, right. that, little Dion Branches that could. They could get open in the slot, but they're not going to beat like a corner Yeah, because well, Brady's whole thing to protect himself has always been get the ball out in .5 seconds, yeah. so he's not throwing a lot of fade posts or anything, like unless he has to. Unless he's got Randy Moss. Yeah, like, right, unless he has that, Randy that Moss. That was like a toy he didn't even really need, Yeah, adding that to the spread. I guarantee you when he had Randy Moss, he got sacked more or hit more. The best part about Randy Moss being on the Patriots, though, was – Belichick going to Randy Moss's Halloween party. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh my god! Have the you bus- heard? Have you heard Moss talk about it? Yeah, about how he he's just like, hey, Bill. I always forget how country he sounds. Bill. Every Bill. time it's the best. <laughs> he didn't think you'd come. Uh, Randy Moss, by the way, moved up a number in the well the liberal redneck manifestos. Uh, you know, we had the top ten rednecks Red necks, of all yeah. time. Randy Moss was number six. Brett Favre got bumped. Brett, Brett was number four and we had to take him off because while he still is a redneck, we can't call him great anymore. Uh, I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say, Well, he still is number four. Yeah, right. right. No, we had to we took him off and added uh we added Loretta Lynn and uh, Randy Moss bumped up a notch. Is Joe Dirt allowed to be on that list? Well, no, because we didn't have any fictional characters. And David Spade... can't. Now, David Spade, to me, is an honorary redneck just because he wrote that movie. Yeah. And somehow, a Hollywood elite wrote a redneck movie that was not only not offensive to rednecks, but they love it so much. That's actually one of the most... Like, people do not talk about that enough. First off, Joe Jert is a very underrated movie. And secondly, I don't think a lot of people know that Spade wrote it. I didn't know he wrote it. He wrote it. And, like, you know, usually... The, the rule is, like, you write what you know. David Spade does not know that world at all. And he wrote... it. If anyone else had... If he hadn't handled it exactly the way he did, it could be a criminally offensive movie to, like, rednecks. Yeah, to southern people. But fucking rednecks loved that movie more than anybody. Granted, it's we crazy. can take jokes, you know, really well. Well, and it's almost like a... It's hard to tell whether it's an homage to the redneck people and or... And I think it is Frenchman. an homage. It, it's Can it be both? It's yeah. both. Yeah, it's both. It's like Kenny Powers. Same thing. Homage, making yeah. fun of. And that's why we love it. Okay, he, like there, there are plenty of people that we know that watch Kenny Powers and don't realize that he's the villain. It's, a, it's so easy to root for him, though. It's yeah. like you're not used to the villain being yeah. the one that you want to root for. He's a... Slicked back piece, Slicked of, back shit. piece of shit. One hundred and one. Paul, I blacked out while I was uh, editing this last night, so I don't know what's going on. So where are you at on? <laughs> where are you at on Jeff Saturday? <laughs> well, uh, I was hoping we get talked about Jeff Saturday. I just think it's the funny. It's just funny to me to put myself in his shoes. Like this past week, he was sitting at his fun job where he eats pancakes and talks about football and then throws the pancakes on the ground and then eats more pancakes with Dominique Foxworth. And now, not only is it his first time coaching, I didn't realize when they said Jeff Satter is going to take over as interim coach. I didn't know they meant, like, this week. Yeah, right. Like, in the game. He's the head right. coach of the game. It's a, I thought they meant, like, next year or something, or, like, he was going to be out there on the field. But, like, no, he's the head coach. I, and and what, what even is the point? Like, like, dude, if you look at what's gone on with the Colts this year, I don't really – I mean, I'm stupid. You know more about football than me. But I'm not sitting there going, like, yep, yeah, this is all Frank Reich's fault. Well, no, I I think that what what – I felt like the whole season was the Colts' only problem. Of course, they got rid of Matt Ryan. Bench Matt Ryan. Um, Jonathan Taylor is out for indefinitely, so they're they're missing what we thought was going to be a good quarterback. They don't have their All Pro running back. But I've been thinking all the time: what if they just got a coach that doesn't know shit? Yeah, right. You yeah, know, right. that's, that's never coach. Yeah. yeah. What? Let's find a guy who coached in high school three years ago, and, went and wasn't and good. Yeah, and wasn't good. And then let's just—he doesn't have any. Any bad habit, so let's bring him in. Urse back on. Let pills, him cook. Dude. Yeah, this is the most pill head move well, of all time. I know who brought him the pills is Jeff Saturday. Yeah, right. I heard Joe Thomas. That's talk why about his eyes it. are so glassy all the time. But he's just been on pills for twenty years. But like, I it's it's talking. I don't I don't want this show to be us talking about the Rooney Rule all the time. What did I call it that one time? What did you call it? I can't remember the Marty rule, something. But like when you're in a when you're in a league where like it's already a big thing that black head coaches don't get a fair shake. When you if there's an actual qualified white coach, it's like okay, we're not going to be mad at this because that guy has has credibility. But when you when you fucking hire Jeff Saturday over literally. Any other black guy that has coached well, or has a record, or other any coach, coach who's coached any coach anything, yeah, right. But I, but like, it's just like it's crazy. It's a crazy move. And yeah, I'm not saying that the Colts should have picked a, a black guy, but I'm saying if you're not going to pick a black guy, at least pick a qualified coach so you can go. Well, I mean, listen, it's a meritocracy, but like, it's not a meritocracy. If Jeff Saturday, like I've heard coaches and stuff talk all the time. In, like, former NFL players talking about wanting to get in a coaching tree and how, like, you got to understand, we get preferential treatment in terms of, like, can we get on the squad as, like, a practice coach or whatever, but, like, there still is a ranking that you have to move up in. Like, you can't just be Peyton Manning and just be like, we're going to make you head coach. Like, they would put Peyton Manning on the offense. They would have him come in for team meetings. But, like, Jeff Saturday went from never having coach to I'm a coach – Head coach. Head coach. But you know what he did, though, in his press conference? I noticed that he said bro a lot. Yeah, right. A lot yeah. of saying bro. So I think new age NFL head coaches, you've got to say bro all the For time. For sure. For the kids. All that. like um, McVeigh says bro a lot. Yeah. Dude, Pete Carroll says bro a lot. Well, McVeigh's like 37. Yeah, but he says bro a lot. Yeah. The right amount. Uh, Saturday, also, in his press conference, he said the phrase – I know how to lead men in yeah. at least 10 different ways of saying yeah. the same thing. Of, I know how to lead men. I'm a leader of men. Oh, I can lead a group of men. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the same yeah. thing. It's so can like the manager yeah. of Food City. Right, the exactly. Manager of the Burger city, King guy. My Food City in my neighborhood, yeah. the, the manager, he's Employee of the Month every month because yeah. he's a leader of yeah. men and women. Uh, I think they should let him run the Colts. Then he's like, well, I played with so many champions. It's like, yeah. Adam Vinatieri played with more <laughs> champions than you, like by a lot. Lenny Dykstra played with a bunch of champions. Yeah, he you know? did. Like, Let's hire Lenny. Dude, Lenny Dykstra's on a tear on Twitter. Did I send you any of his shit? Yeah, it's about him hitting all He's the, wanting to uh, fuck Lauren Bobert to consult her over her loss, even though they've recounted and she won. Lenny! <laughs> We're talking about the wrong Lenny right now. The wrong, wrong Lenny, died. Lenny died. Leonard Fournette's running like a man without a passport today, <laughs> so Oh, my God. It's fun, though. I mean, from an entertainment value, this Jeff Saturday is fucking awesome because, like, one of two things are going to happen, and both of them are entertaining for football. Either it's going to be, as everyone expected, it's going to be a complete shit show, chaos, or it's going to be the makings of a rookie of the year type movie, and he wins every game. So I think it's because the universe hates logic and people making smart decisions. Yeah, and, And I think... The outcome is going to be one that makes it more likely that it happens again. Yeah, right. Like, I think Saturday is going to back ass win some games, yeah. and then they're going to be like, "He's a great coach," and it, they're going to overreact and think, yep. "Oh my god!" And then other people are going to start doing that. Yeah, hire, they're going to hire their buddy or their boat guy, the yeah. beef jerky express. It's like the explosion of small ball after after Moneyball came out. Like everybody was like, "Well, this at uh, we, stats. All all we need is stats," and like. Yeah, it got some teams that probably shouldn't have won a World Series. A World Series, but it also made baseball so goddamn boring so that now boring. people don't want it. like, like uh, the efficacy of teams and batting is like way up, but the viewership is way down because well, it's not fun baseball. That, that's where baseball has. Not been able to do what football does because football over the years, I mean, we see every week and every season, they change the rules a little bit or they start enforcing something one way or another or they change the way. Always it, for the they're, offense. They're always making, changing the rules and changing the game to make it better for the fans. Right. right? It, it, they're making it more exciting on everything that the, almost all the rules. Except yeah. For, now you have to protect people's brains. I get that. But most yeah. of the stuff we that they're doing in the, the NFL, score. we want it to be exciting. Baseball's like. We want to find this analytical, statistical way. What, what is the, the most probable way that we can produce the same amount of runs without spending as much money? And it ends up just being we walk, get a lot of walks, and right. everybody strikes out, and it's boring. Like baseball <laughs> analytic people would have it where like we actually don't even have to play anymore before can, the game, we just compare notes. And it's we like, simulate. Well, well, y'all won, so we'll just go we, on. We can simulate based on the probabilities here. Right. We don't even need to play, right? Which I think that's already what the Angels have been doing for years, because the you know the you know my theory on the Angels, right? Uh, the Los Angeles Angels. No, but it. What's the like? You know they've got Otani and Trout. And Trout. I think that's all that they have I think it's not even a real baseball team I think it's a bunch of actors I think the people in the stadium if you looked at the fans in the games there's not a lot of fans but I think it's always the same people that are paid actors I think they are a construction of Hollywood to create stars, Otani right. and Trout, and sell, make money yeah. without – I don't think they can play games. Yeah, right. And, like, the whole league's got to be in on it because, like, right. you know when you go play the Angels, you don't actually have games you're going to go out and film, like, five or six highlights, right. let Otani get a home run, right. let Trout get a home run, right. and then you're going to win the game. And that's kind of the deal is, like, look, we're going to let you win three out of four. Yeah. Don't tell them nobody that, that we're, we're not, not playing actually play baseball. It, yeah, right. And our second baseman is actually just the coach's brother-in-law. And, like, this, there's nobody out here but Trout and Otani, So they're like – they don't play any full games. It's like the moon landing shit. Do you think Trout's like the Dan Marino of the major leagues? Like the greatest but will never but have. Will ne- yeah, because like I think we've talked about this on a previous episode, or maybe it was me and Trey, but like, baseball is the only sport where, number one, Passport! It's... It's way harder to quantify who is the best player in the league, but it's also the game where so often the person widely considered to be the best player in the league is not on the best team. Yeah, like it, it's such an individual. It's sport. It's such an individual sport. Like for the past ten years, Mike Trout has been considered passport the best player in the league, but not on a championship team. Like the 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 the. the the example that proves the rule is, like, Barry Bonds is, like, the last time I seen where it was the case. Like, the best player in the league is on the championship team. Like, he's the best player. But, like, did Maguire win? Did Maguire win? Did they win the World Series? No, he was the great Maguire. That's what I'm saying. I so, think Maguire so, was on that uh, the Oakland team that yeah. won, uh, like with so, Jose Canseco. But, so, but he wasn't Mark <clears> McGuire <throat> then. Uh, like when A-Rod was, uh, went to the Texas Rangers. Now, yeah. They were the worst. They were the worst. Team. He was the best player. Yeah, he was the trout of yeah. that. It's almost like in baseball... Jeter at the Yankees, but like... I he mean, was not the best player, he would, though. He right, was just right, the most famous player. But right, right, exactly. Like, when A-Rod came to the Yankees... A-Rod was the best shortstop, perhaps, of all time. Right. And Jeter was like, I'm not moving to third base. Even though Jeter was very inferior to A-Rod at right. shortstop, Too famous. Jeter was like, I, I'm the captain. Yeah, right. I, I'm not moving. I don't so blame him. A-Rod was like, I don't care. Third base is cool with me. Yeah, right. Third base the Yankees? Yeah, even though I'm the best at this. I'm the best shortstop, maybe in history, but you're the most famous guy in New York, and you're dating all of them. Yeah, right. Banged them all. Banged them all. Gave him a basket, but, but yeah, like every year, I di- like uh, I I hear Mike Trout, but other than that, I'm like, who do people consider the best? Because like, there's just so many different things. Like, well, that's like like you could have said that in the '90s, uh, fucking Greg Maddox was the best player in baseball, but you're not playing every game. You could have said that about Tom Glavin. Yeah, but you want to play one out of five games. You so want to say it about a hitter, and mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, is Ken Griffey the best player in baseball? Yeah, no championships, none at all. Not even on a good team. He got to play with his dad, though. He sure did. You should get a ring for that. I agree. If you and your dad can play on the same pro sports team, ring. get rings for yep. both of y'all. I think they hit home runs in the same game. They did time. back to back. That's that's incredible. How does that not the number one thing that's ever yeah, happened? That's like, champion. To me, that's the coolest shit that's ever happened. Yeah, <clears throat> that's why LeBron wants to wait until his son can play in the NBA. Yes. He wants to try to recreate that Ken Griffey thing. For sure. There's nothing that can recreate back-to-back home runs. Couldn't Frank Gore have done it if he just stayed two more years? Yeah, but he's boxing now, buddy. said he i to fight it. Mayweather or something. Is he? I don't know. He's probably 100 pounds bigger than Mayweather. I bet on it. Gore, yeah. He did win his fight, though. He's boxing somebody else coming up. They posted, by the way, back to last week's episode. Somebody uh, did one of those gender swap apps on all the quarterbacks in the league to I see. I know, what and they'd... I have some shameful things about the Kyler Murray one. Yeah, for sure. And uh, well, they did it with golf too. And Dustin Johnson was hot as fuck. But they did the gender swap on all the NFL quarterbacks and uh, fucking what's his face from the Jaguars, Trevor. Trevor looked looked the same. It Was the same. It was just, they it just left. Just, Trevor. They just left him alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one that caught me off guard the most was uh, Deshaun Watson because like, I would have thought Deshaun, you put long hair on him, he'd be cute. You'd, yeah, no. He was the hit, most hideous one. Yeah, somebody did it one time uh, with Roethlisberger, but it was just oh. a picture of Sarah Huckabee. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the Kyler one, though, you know, they made the, the face... At the like the very low on the page, so it's like you know because Tyler's you know five foot eight, right? But like the face is very attractive. Oh, Tyler, uh, uh, Josephine Allen could get it too. I'll tell you that much. Aaron Rodgers was not very cute. No, I wasn't in on that. Better hair than the current version though. Yeah, he's looking rough. Yeah, having him and Russ having a bad year is so good it's for so football. Fun. And him rocking that piece-of-shit chic haircut. and Russ and Denver just keep on saying, let's ride. Every game, he's just terrible. Everybody can tell (laughs) he doesn't mean it, but he just keeps going, let's "Let's ride. ride. Yeah. Uh, His airplane workout is still the dumbest thing. It's so fucking dumb. I'd be so annoyed. Trying to sleep on the airplane, flying a a year to play football, and your quarterback's doing high knees down the aisle. Absolute garbage piece of shit. Get out of there, Gino. I like hey, Gino, this. man. Gino finds the plug. I like this breakfast game. It's perfect. This game will be over, and a lot of people's Sundays will just now be started. Uh-huh. Will have already cooked a full Gino. Yeah, it's going to end right in time for Sunday countdown too. Just bleed it right into the red zone, man. I'm not feeling good about my bet. You got money line in Seattle? Don't worry. Yeah. Gino's a fourth quarter guy. He is. They get the first down. What is Devin White celebrating for? I never know when to expect him to celebrate or not. <laughs> like, there will be the most random play where your team is down 21 nothing, and they'll make a tackle on like an eight yard run. And the guy just gets up, like throws his hand up, thrusts his hips. I'm like, Do you think what? every now and then they just remember that they're getting paid millions of dollars? Yeah, like, randomly, big... it's like, oh shit, oh my god! Like he got the first down and he was sad, and he's like, ah, I made two million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit? Or I wonder how many of them are like hyper aware of the little things in their contract? Is like that they know if I get three more tackles, yeah. that's fifty thousand more dollars. Oh, I'd say they're, they're like very their... super aware of yeah. that. Oh, I'd, I just like hit their fifty bonuses. tackles on the yeah. year. Oh. Cause that tackle, even though the other team got a first down, I just made seventy five grand. Yep, exactly. So that's why they're getting up and you hear like, "Oh yeah, Pat Paul's be like, act like you've been there before." It's like he yeah. just made eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars by tackling that yeah. guy, Pat Paul. Oh, Kenneth. Or he started him in fantasy, and he or he he's playing against him in fantasy, and he just stopped him for yeah. more yards. You yeah, think? you don't think about that either about the impact that these players have on their own fantasy games and how it goes back it's like when you you know holding two mirrors in front of each other like how much could the NFL actual players affect the fantasy and how much does their fantasy affect the game and just back and forth until like are they really? Some of them have to be making decisions based. Yeah, on that, right. I listened to Austin Eckler talk about it because you know Austin, he's got like a fantasy. He's in all those fantasy leagues, and, yeah. And and I think Stu Gotts was asking him. He's like, well, when you're playing against a team and you've got their quarterback on your team, and he's like, I mean, I just I have to sit them that week. I yeah. can't I can't do that shit. But that's affecting his personal fantasy of and his course. Money, yep. That's Gino's when you've got to hedge. You've got to start the quarterback of the team you're going against so that if they beat you, at least something good happened for you. Well, Eckler's got a lot. Oh, my God. Did he catch? Uh, no. His muscles got in the way. Ooh. All right, gino Geno's got two minutes here. Oh, three minutes. Would you be for them changing the rule where they only have to have one foot in bounds? No, I think it would make it too easy. Yeah, but, you know, for the fans. I feel like it would take away a little bit of, like, what makes it so special. Right. That, like, the toe-tap Tony stuff. Yeah, where right. They barely get that. Because right. the, in the NFL, I think my favorite part of the passing game in general – is when that one foot's down, but, like, it's different than college. Well, they they have to practice because that's not a natural motion. Of course not. But, like, they literally let the back leg, as soon as they feel like they're going to catch the ball and they're going out of bounds... They, they have to train that back leg to just go dead Yeah, right. because if it keeps running it's going to pull the knee's going to pull the foot up right. and they're going to take another step and be right. out of bounds but if they can hit that first leg and let that second one go dead it will just drag, drag. Yeah. and to me that drag is part of what makes a difference in a great NFL yeah. catch and like somebody who isn't that elite it's level. definitely ah <clears throat> oh, it sucks it's definitely just a minor thing that makes such a huge difference like getting both feet in versus one foot in yeah. like I, I'm glad they don't do it in college, but it, it is that next level shit. I do wonder though why they don't use the same size ball in college and pro. it's like they have to have a different size ball in college and pro. Why do they? Wait, why the ball's different size. Yeah. That's wild for a quarterback to adjust. That's it. what I'm saying. Like, why do they? But why do they have? That makes have no balls? sense. Like, it's not like there's a different ball <clears> size <throat> in NBA basketball versus Dude, college go, basketball. go to Walmart or Dick Sports and like they have an NCAA regulation yeah. size. And no, you're, you're NFL right. NFL and the Duke size. is like bigger. Yeah, that's weird. But these, but dudes, I think the NCAA one is fatter. But then those fucking dudes still come out and sling at 75 yards. I like, mean, I guess if you have a a cannon, you can to yeah, be able you, to close right, it whatever right, it is. Exactly. But like, it, well, there's why a I do that? There's why a good, make them adjust? I don't know, but there's a good reason why you have a dominant college quarterback that for some reason gets out there and can't play. It could ducks just, with a new ball? It could just be as simple <laughs> as I've been throwing with this ball my whole life. Although I bet you that those dudes practice with NFL balls all the time. I'm sure. I mean, hell, when we were kids, we were throwing around with NFL, NFL balls. Yeah, the Duke. And but it, it's just it's one of those things where no I don't think it makes a huge difference but what is the fucking there's point no point of having a slightly different shaped and sized ball there, there's literally no point Like I get the, the one foot versus the two that makes the game harder like a little bit more difficult for the pros what is the ball changing sizes it, do? it doesn't I do like that the college ball has the lines on it now I guess, but if they made the ball slicker
1: yeah,
0: I'd be for that slicker, make it slick, slick and make it stinky Paul for real I had a lot of moonshine last night While I was editing this So uh, I'm just coming in here And talking over the lulls Oh I said it's stinky This is like commentary I think it's a good idea I guess we're talking about um, I think you should leave This is like very meta Me commenting Over the comments But uh, this is the show now I think obviously me and Robbie just left the recording going and we're not saying anything and I should take this out but I, I don't I don't want to so I'll do a quick plug here this podcast is brought to you by uh, your vodka that's car vodka that you own Paul there in Jacksonville Jacksonville's uh, fir- first and only uh, Vodka distillery. You also have whiskey. Uh, I prefer the vodka, but good for you. And uh, this podcast is also brought to you by your baby, Owen. The little stupid uh, baby that Robbie said had SIDS. Uh, But we'd like to apologize for that. Your baby does not have SIDS, nor do we want your baby to have SIDS. Um, Pigskin picnic for paul is a production of part-time funnyman.com which is this sub stack that you paul are listening to and you only for anybody out there that may have wandered into this show uh i don't know why you're here it's not for you it's for paul oh it looks like we're about did to say some stuff sports or did giselle really buy a house right next to tom brady this week um I haven't seen that, so you may have got ball sack sports. I saw a rumor. She was getting a house right next to them, which that should help make the divorce easier. It should. Well, I mean, it makes sense for, like, kid purposes. Like, that is a really good, like, if you're going to be adults about it, it's like our kids can just pop back and forth. Yeah, but I think you already mentioned it earlier about if you're a rich person, like, having somebody to drive for you. Yeah, right. If you're that rich, I'm not taking care of those kids. No, fuck no. Oh, you got some 90s Brave shit pulled up over here? Limpke. That's the real babe right there. Absolutely. I had a picture of Mark Limpke pulled up. Limmer. There's something honest about his eyes. Absolutely, he looks like Louis Oosthuizen. He does not talk like you would think he would either, from looking like that. You know, I've actually never heard his radio stuff. Oh, he, he's I've heard he's good. good on radio. Yeah, I've heard he's good. No I don't know where he's from. He's got like I would imagine it's like a I don't know Indiana accent or something. Yeah, it's right. Like, it's not super distinct, but it's it's different. Remember when I was a kid and I found out that every brave wasn't from Atlanta? Yeah, I, d- I did not know how to handle that. <laughs> what an idiot! Yeah, I remember. Uh, uh, was it Javi Lopez that we learned that uh, m- he was foreign? Well, we I, it was the first time that I learned as a Chickamauga child that... Um- Hispanic men were allowed to be attractive. Oh, right, yeah. Like, my mom was like, ooh, Javi Lopez. And I was my like, gran- wait a minute. My granny, too. I thought, based on everything else around here, we weren't allowed to think that uh, different colored people were attractive, and then Javi changed the game. Yep. My uh, my grandmother, who was the sweetest, most Christian, never said anything bad lady, her quote on Javi Lopez was, "Woo." He wears them britches. <laughs> <laughs> he wears them. He wears them. <laughs> uh, that is the most vague, nonchalant statement that mm-hmm. you know exactly what it means. Yeah, my, he, gran- my grandma's pussy was wet. He wears them britches. Gross, Corey. Jesus Christ. And he squats down the whole fucking game. You know what's crazy? She liked Eddie Perez more. I bet. I'll never forget. I went to a game when I was a kid and... Uh, <clears throat> I don't remember who the base runner was. I don't remember what the situation was. But I remember Eddie Perez was catching. And whoever the runner on third was trying to come in, uh, you know, round third and come to home. So the cutoff man gets the ball, throws it to Eddie Perez. And, you know, back then they could try to run over the catcher. Oh, yeah. And did. Dude, they tried this. Whoever the base runner was, shoulder he lowered them. his shoulder tries to run and eddie perez did not fucking move yeah he knocked the, he just stood there with his shoulder and the dude is running full speed tried to strike him eddie perez just leaned his shoulder and knocked, knocked the dude the he, yeah. fuck on the ground yeah. and tagged him out yeah. and i was like oh eddie perez no wonder granny loves eddie perez yeah hey, i think i think too that she liked eddie perez more because she was such a glavin or a, a, maddox, a, a yeah. maddox guy he was, maddox's personal. he was maddox's guy yeah boy you, you gotta think about the Think about how that made Maddox feel in the 90s. And I know that, like, ha- having an elite pitcher with his own, like, personal catcher is a thing. But, like, you know Maddox had to feel like, I'm so good. And, like, Glavin and Smoltz are on my team. But I'm so much better than everybody else. I have to have my own, own guy catcher. Yeah, right. No, a regular catcher can't they, catch they my They can't catch my shit. How could yeah. they? Javi Lopez, the best catcher in the league, can't catch my shit. Yeah, actually, I guess Piazza was the best catcher in the league. Well, oh, he was point. the best hitting catcher. Yeah, right. Piazza kind of a doofus behind the plate, though. Do you think he's misunderstood in a guy anyway way? Well, I think if you have to come out and make a, a very public statement that, hey, I'm not gay, ah, ah. I ain't gay, I don't know what he had a, a press conference in the '90s. That's true. Just to say, hey. I know some of y'all said I'm gay, but I'm not. I'm not gay, and it was really important for him to, do to let everybody yeah. know. And it was important for everybody to know that Mike Piazza wasn't gay. Well, to defend him a little bit, and this is just how we, how the times were in the '90s for like his endorsements and sponsorships. It probably was important for him to let everybody know. Well, I think he was just afraid John Rocker was going to beat him up. <laughs> yeah, right. I swear to God, I am not gay, John. <laughs> Do not come to my house and shoot my family. Oh God I mean we listen there was a lot more show left but how can we not end it with a Mike Piazza John rocker gay Joe Paul really hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll talk to you next week go Jazz! It's a dumb show about sports.